time to switch your browser to incognito mode. Close those curtains and ask yourself, is this even normal? As those two shifty fellas, Matt and Henry, will tell you, no, it's fine. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome. Another episode of No, It's Fine. I'm Matt. He's Henry. Hello. This is uh, this is our second one. Yeah. Yeah. I have second, third, somewhere in there. Okay. Who knows anymore? Cause Who knows? We've we're had... just trying to survive in 2021 now. Yeah. I'm not even sure if this will air ever. Probably not. It'll still be. It's probably going to be censored. Yeah. That seems to be happening more and more for less and less reason. Mm-hmm. But definitely going to be censored because today we're going to be talking about UFOs. Yes. The Black Vault. The Black has been Vault. Opened. Yep. So some may know, some may not know. Recently, uh, the CIA did an information dump. Um, and of course, you know, we should also talk about in 2020, the Pentagon had an official who secretly came out. Well, not secretly. He came out and said there were crafts that were not of this not world. Not of this world. So. Right. And they snuck that in in the middle of the pandemic to make sure you weren't looking. Uh-huh. Um, to try to get one over on you. Uh, what else? Uh, and then they, yeah, to distract and then they create a $1 billion Powerball. Right. Just, let's just do, let's just, <laughs> let's try just to worry about that. Throw money at it. Yeah. And then uh, there was an Israeli, I guess it was like a director of an Israeli space force uh, came out and said uh, that there were aliens present on yeah. earth. Like living here, the, right. the three races or something like the tall Tall whites, right? Um, I thought those were just Norwegians, right? Um, Yeah, I think that's still, yeah. Maybe that is the short whites trying to say. Um, The grays, yeah. Which I don't know. That's probably again. I yeah, they're probably all just Nordic people because like if the like like Norwegians and then like the uh, those Icelandic people, basically they're just covered with like that weird clear like baby hair you know, right like right you're... yeah this is a translucent yeah, yeah yeah those are definitely aliens right yeah there's no them. way they just eat sandwiches giant all day kin dolls just, yeah licorice you know the thing about uh, a lot of these aliens and all these documentaries and the ones they've supposedly recovered is they always say uh that they are they don't have genitalia mm. and so maybe that's the point of this movement we're in right now where just we don't gender things non-binary right. right maybe the aliens started that yeah, okay. Well, so there's a conspiracy we could go into yeah, that we could make ourselves. We'll see and then Florida man's going to hook up with one and absolutely. There's but if there's no genitalia, I mean at, at that point, where do you put it? Yeah. Is it gay? Is it? It has 3 you tell Vs me. and 1 D. Right. I mean what is it is it's bestiality at that point because it's not a human, right? So I guess that just opens. What up if it's an advanced another. human? That's another thing. You know, Rogan talks about that. That perhaps these are just human beings, further advanced in the future. Okay. Yeah. So these are all things to consider. But then, yeah, then as long as they don't take our jobs, and that's <laughs> that's going to be the next one. <laughs> that was my first concern. <laughs> you know. Oh, I hear about these uh, caravans of migrant there. workers coming up, but no, the real problem from Nibiru. From <laughs> they just come here stealing all of our jobs. It's these aliens taking our fruit picking jobs. Their accounting skills are They're, just well. That's probably true. Insane. They've got to be. And uh, I don't know. But yeah, we want to talk a little bit about the the CIA documents. Mm-hmm. We read through them. Um, 
not all of them, obviously. Well, it's kind it's of like yeah. two thousand pages. But yeah, it was uh, kind of like an, an I wouldn't say an audible, but like we were gonna talk about some. But then when this this information came out, we have to yeah, we, have we to wanted talk to touch on it, it. While, it while it's fresh. And, yeah, uh, you know, there's an opportunity because who knows? Yeah, you know what? And for anybody who's looking to get the information, if you go to theblackvault.com. Uh, you can find it there. It's it's easy to find the CIA documents. Um, and to be perfectly honest, there's some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of material in there that I think it would be disappointing. Um, it's literally a CIA just dump. Yeah, it's like literally just, just a document dump. So anything, yeah, any lots of redactions still. So you're not going to know. You can't go trace back if they say doctor, whatever. It's usually redacted. Okay. Um, you read a bunch of it. Yeah, I read a bunch of them. And there's there's some good um, – obviously, they have a lot of accounts in there that they have taken from people over the years. Lots of them from the 50s. Um, but there's interesting things as well. Um, we can read some of them uh, where they talk about that some people who had uh, – seen certain things uh-huh. or heard certain things uh they were actively trying to uh, lie to them that they had these disinformation campaign where they were trying to tell the oh you know it's the a weather balloon yeah one of the examples was uh this guy had heard a signal from space uh-huh. that he had received okay. it and what when he was writing into the government and this is in the 50s i think it was uh let's see i got a little note here i think it was like 53 or something where he heard this. Um, let's see. And you could anyone believes anything in the fifties. Oh yeah. I mean, right. Well, you're in the middle of the Cold War, so you're worried it's yeah. Soviets up there. I mean, yeah. If you believe, like, you can do anything. If it's like, here's what nuclear bomb. Okay, you right. just hide under your desk, kids. Yeah. Let's practice. Let's yeah. Practice let's just doing uh, that. just. And it's not like an earthquake. It's, no, we'll just yeah, just hide under your desk. God's eraser. Yeah, that's what they call it, I believe. We'll be safe from fallout. Right. Yeah. Nuclear fallout. And then we had the game fallout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All based on that. But yeah, and our, and our stuff kind of looks like fallout. Exactly. It's on purpose. Mm-hmm. Fifty-seven. We got a memo, mm-hmm. and there was a spaceman message, and spaceman uh, message. Spaceman message, and this guy got it, and basically the government uh, writes a letter. It's back to this guy trying to convince him that uh, he didn't actually hear a space message. What he heard was a Morse code message coming from a nearby radio station. And mm. the guy ends up writing back and saying, uh, no, I'm military. I know what Morse code is. Yeah. This isn't Morse code. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole series of messages detailing going back and forth of they are trying to fool this guy. All through written letters. So yes, like all through written. Yes, yeah, keeping in mind this is yeah correspondence. There is no text or call. There's no emails. Right. Just, this is deliver it. Yeah. Yeah. Hand deliver it to this guy. Do it on a typewriter. And it goes back and forth. And then there's also a uh, a Doctor Leon that's mentioned several times um, where they're trying to lie to him as well. Um, he's seeking information about it. I mm-hmm. guess he writes about it. Excuse me. And uh, he uh, – they, they're constantly trying to dissuade him uh, that well, this no, 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 is no. what he's he not – it's not real. Um, Before the the Men in Black uh, – what is it? The flashy thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what that's called. Now they just try to fool him. Like, no, you heard Morse 
Yeah. yeah. Worst code. Well, one of the things that I think is always important uh, that, and especially like last night I was watching some documentaries mm-hmm. on it and stuff too. There's, they bring a psychiatrist on and she's showing uh, some clips from people down in, uh, I think it was Mexico. And mm-hmm. then there was one uh, South American country. Anyway, she's saying, oh, well, there's a culture down there of belief that these things are real. And so when they see something, they actively want to attribute it to that. Uh-huh. But there's a, another side of that that I feel like no one's recognizing, which is that she's coming from a culture of disbelief. Yeah. Here in our culture, it is always right. It's the loonies. There's only one in invisible it. person in the sky that you're supposed to believe in. And that yeah. is Jesus. Yes. But that's what, yeah, we come from a culture where you learn, you're looked at as a loony uh-huh. and less so today, I think, than maybe in the past. But you are looked at as a crazy if, if you are adamant there are UFOs visiting us and things There's like that. something otherworldly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's one of the things that is not ever touched on when they bring in these experts is they say, oh, these people are coming from a, a place where they want to believe it. And you're like, yeah, but you're coming from a place where you, you truly don't, don't mm-hmm. want to believe it. Yeah. So you're now attributing. Well, and again, these cultures have been around for a lot longer. Right. You know, it's like. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that. Uh, to t- sort of tie it in is like uh, Jeremy Corbell when he's on with Rogan, uh-huh. uh, with Bob Lazar, and when he's on with uh, Commander David Fravor, uh, who we'll talk about both of them a little more later. But he discusses it that there are even accounts going back to uh, times like Columbus supposedly mm-hmm. had an encounter that was recorded. Now, I've never seen any of it. Well, yeah, but you see all those old pictures that it's like, and it's all on the, like, those ancient aliens, but it's like the. Right, like, right. UFO, I mean, it looks, that's what it looks like. Right. You know, but then we're like, no, that's the artist, you know, it's symbolizing. Look, maybe he was just actually drawing an alien spaceship. Right, right. Because that's what it looks right. like. Right. We don't have photographs. We yeah. have to draw it. Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing is go, the more that gets revealed over the years, the more you can go back and look and see how consistent so many of these reports mm-hmm. are. And especially before there was the internet to disseminate freely this information for everyone to mm-hmm. know. And you see the same – that's one of the things that you can find looking at these CIA documents is the uh, accounts are incredibly consistent yeah. in terms of what they're seeing and how they're seeing it. Mm-hmm. For instance, like I've gone through a bunch of them, and we can we can read a report uh, here. But that they literally go in and describe that they're seeing a red ball of light that is moving around horizontally at the same uh, elevation – and it is moving in such a way that it's not like any airplane. It is flitting about the sky. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, they know almost, what they saw. Yeah it's... yeah. it's almost like if you if you imagine – and I can't remember who used this uh, originally, this example. But it's a great example of if you imagine a laser pointer yeah. and you put a laser pointer on the wall, you can flit that thing around all over the wall Super without – Right. And yeah. it, it's not subject to inertia. It's not subject mm-hmm. to gravity. It's not subject to any of the things governing the bodies we normally think about like an airplane. Mm-hmm. And so it moves free of all that. That was very similar to what you're seeing in these accounts is that's how they're saying these things move. But also the consistent thing between all the accounts is it is without sound, which obviously yeah. is nothing we can do. We can't move Everything without with there being sound. has some sort of energy. Right. Right. And that's one of the things heat that – and sound. Heat and sound. So, And obviously one of the other things in these accounts is that uh, you, you don't see a trail. 
-hmm. you know, as you would with a jet where you see a uh, chemtrail or from the burn off of the fuel. Chemtrail and the contrail. Contrail. Yeah. Yep. That's what, uh, so you don't ever see that. And so that's another thing that's incredibly consistent through all these. Now, let's see if we can pull up here. Uh, well, then, yeah, maybe it is. I mean, it could be a laser pointer type thing. I mean, you know, moving forward and, and on a one episode in the future, let's we'll have to talk about, I mean, you know, conspiracies in general. Like, you look into Project Bluebeam, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what that would be, like a hologram or something up to the sky and yeah then that's exactly like a laser pointer and we're just like dumb cats you know right trying to swat at it and let's see so here says uh this is in 1957 this is an account uh of an object appearing over iran it said the object uh, appeared to be a ball about one half meter in diameter and had a this one had a tail one half meter in length it traveled at high speeds at about 2,000 feet and was visible for only a few seconds. Uh, let's see. It drifted over. This I, is in Iran. In Iran. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Over the Iranian Gulf. And let's see. Well, it's inter interesting because like a lot of uh, if you go read, you know, in some conspiracy stuff and they're saying like potentially that was like in Iran, Iraq and all that. Mm -hmm. Like they have supposedly have a Stargate. And that's um, okay. why Saddam Hussein uh, was – that's why they say the U.S. government was really uh, – That's the reason they wanted to, to unseat Iraq. him. Yeah, because he had the – He had a Stargate. Stargate. Well, and if he did, that would be an incredible resource Yes, to the heavens. And so we need to get some – democracy over there and well let's let's bring in the democracy <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get some democracy over there and uh let's, let's see here's stargate here's another one over the ukraine and it says at about 20 30 hours a luminous orange ball was uh sighted on the left of the train it appeared to be in flight and what vanished while in air it was visible for a short time only and no additional information was obtained concerning it. And so this is one of the things that you see a lot is uh, – now, that one's not corroborated necessarily, but a lot of these have been corroborated that they found uh, multiple eyewitnesses. Mm -hmm. um, one of them was – let's see. I've got it right here in my notes. Um, okay. It was over a uh, Karelia, which I believe is somewhere in Russia. Or maybe at the time was Russia because this is back in seventy seven. Okay, um, in that part of Asia. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, there were observed phenomena that lit up like a star, and then uh, it used what they called rays um, to scan over the city. Mm -hmm. And they said that the way that it appeared was it looked like rain coming down, though there was no precipitation. Yeah. And so um, then this same observation was repeated by hundreds of people. So this is not one thing where, the, you know, some crackpots on the edge. This, yeah. Right, yeah. This is people all across the city saw this happening. Mm -hmm. It stopped, and when it did, it vanished. And so that's another common theme. Scanning is, over all the Ruskies yep. over there. And well, you know, one of the things that you also – that reports have always shown is uh, they have a penchant for showing up in military places, mm -hmm. at military installations. Um, 
and then a, a few of these recounting, and I don't know that they were necessarily military installations or not, but they are also showing up at uh, potentially important religious sites. Sure. Uh, that was uh, there are a few documents in here where they discuss. Uh, I believe one was Iran, another one was maybe Afghanistan, or don't quote me on Afghanistan. Maybe one of the stands. One of the stands. Kyrgyzstan. Yeah. I don't know. One of those, but they had, it would uh, they would claim sightings several times over important tribal areas. Uh -huh. okay. And so whether or not there are military secrets there or not. Places of importance. Places of importance. Yeah. Right. Spiritually and, weaponized. Right. You know. Well, and there's there's a lot of uh, conjecture about, obviously, why they're appearing there. But for the military sites, mm -hmm. I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. They're probably uh, obviously they're don't ask, don't tell. That's what they're don't ask. They're that. worried about gays yeah, yeah, in the yeah, military. Yeah, let's get this. Yeah, yeah, scan it. They know we're not going to take care of yeah. it, so let's, let's get in. It. You know, let's get in there and help these guys out. Mm -hmm. They uh, no. One of the things uh, there have been reports, and obviously the the government's not going to uh, confirm these, but there have been inside reports uh, that they have been able to hack into our nuclear codes. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I would hope they would be able to do that. Well, yeah, at the bare minimum, right? Now, the, of course, the impressive part of it, about that is to us, we're so good at hiding the radiation from our nuclear weapons mm -hmm. that it'd be undetectable by satellite and things like that. Yeah. Apparently not undetectable for them. Right. And one of the things is, is uh, there's a Russian report that they uh, had fully armed for launch the missiles and only stopped them at the last moment mm -hmm. where it was becoming launch time. And then there's a report from the U S that instead of arming the missiles, they locked them. They'd literally disarmed them. So like, yeah, you're, we're cutting it. Right. And this is at times where people, there've been reports of that in the cold war. So people are saying this may be an intervention. Yeah. To highly prevent likely. All, yeah. all out nuclear war. Mm hmm and I mean, obviously, you can see that. And I've, there's, you know, the Cold War went on for so long. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, technically, it's still kind of got it's still it's, never ended. Yeah. It's still a stare down. Yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons I've never understood military de-escalation in terms of taking uh -huh. away nuclear weapons. Because if you're in a Mexican standoff, yeah, you don't want to be the first one to lower your guns. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just gonna aim it this mm -hmm. way. Yeah, and you're like, all right, what are you? You're gonna put down one gun? Well, that doesn't seem smart. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, that that's the supposition, and I think I think they're onto something with that. It makes a lot of sense that if something is so highly intelligent and advanced, they have these craft that are capable of outperforming ours in the way that they do. And well, they, yeah, I mean, once they're traveling from you know other stars, you'd right. think they have a more higher technology than us, right? Except like in what was it, Independence Day, when that virus was on a floppy disk that stopped that. That's hole. true. Well, if you give them a cold interdimensional like space traveling species like what's yeah. his name just gonna fly in there jeff and, goldblum yeah floppy. oh no randy quaid is the, yeah randy randy quaid. quaid uh put it on a floppy disk and that's gonna take him down randy quaid shows up in rvs a lot god yeah he's he had a he had a rough go did he get typecast as the rv driver no i think it was i i'm almost positive it was randy quaid like he he got in some hot water like He's either trying to go to Canada or coming from Canada hmm. with tons of weapons. Um, and I think 
uh, crystal meth or something like that or oh. some sort of speed. Um, How very Maurice, but, like, Maurice had a Claret of him. Huge beard. Uh, just he he went for it. Yeah. And uh, well, you got to go all in. He knows something. The Quaid brothers are a weird yeah. couple of guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, great actors. Yeah. But yeah, they. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he gets typecast as the RV guy, whether yeah. it's National Lampoons or Independence yeah, Day. And or... now he's actually doing it, driving to Canada with might as, well. might as well assault rifles and mm-hmm. crystal meth. They don't let you have them up there in Canada. No. Those but, bounties. Yep. Soon, we'll see what happens here. I may be about to buy one here. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't. I want one. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, there was another one. um, A story when you talk about like a big group of people that see it, and then like when you were you know talking about like you know those tribes and cultures. I I remember Mm -hmm. one. There was. I'm trying to remember. I think it was somewhere in the Amazon. Uh something like that and this was in the not not too long ago but it's it's definitely happened and there's big accounts of it so this here's what happened this these aliens went to this like small village and landed came off their craft talked it was they went it was a school so there's okay. a bunch of kids and right. so they without uh, what is it telekine- telekinesis or mm-hmm. they're talking yeah. to them right to just their mind right and all the kids were like the, they were saying that technology was going to damage the world and all this every one of these kids said the same thing the teachers everyone and they even drew pictures right they're like here and then yeah i remember seeing yeah, that. and then the, yeah. you know, the government's like no right you didn't you yeah. guys probably just you guys saw, mis- misunderstood um, the Red Cross, right? You know, well, that's who that was. They it was, do that a lot. It was the guy who has Tom's. It was He's Sean. Just bringing you it was Sean Penn. Yeah, he just arrived yeah. from Haiti. Yeah, we're we're just bringing our load of you know all the Toms that when people buy one, we're bringing you one. <laughs> right. Not a pair. Not a no. You get one one shoe. You get yeah. half a pair, and yeah. then one stance sock, uh-huh. and that's all. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't aliens, kids. It was just bringing you, just yeah, the white guys. They like to make shoes. a big entrance. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the government you know, they they won't, you know, there there's the racial undertones. Right. It's just like, you know, even even going back to like building the the pyramid, they're just like, no, they couldn't have done that. Right. Like surely they couldn't master stone masonry. Mm-mm. You know, this was um, they they it has to be the people from outer space. What is happening? We're gonna have one to, one moment. Are we gonna have to pause? All right, we're back. We're back. Uh, my mom brought us nachos. Yeah. So you can't not eat nachos no. when they're ready. Yeah, she just was being thoughtful. Yeah, I was, that's, if you saw that. me towards the end, of, I was looking out directly this way. There's yeah. a, a window on the yep. door, and I could just see her looking in like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to keep a train of thought, but then I also see a plate of nachos, and then your mind right. goes straight. You wander but, straight to nachos. Yeah. But what I was talking about, uh, yeah, it's like like all the government uh, and I quote unquote these scientist guys on like ancient aliens, and that's heavy quotes, right? On that's scientists. super quotey. Uh, we're just like, you know, they look like look at these old tribes and civilizations, and they're like, well, surely these you know Aztecs or Mayans and Incas are like they didn't they would never right. know how to make. St- Right. You know, a stone building. How like could this. they know? 
you know, they they couldn't cut it that clean. Right. It's got to be an interdimensional. Right. Uh, you know, perhaps an alien. And it's an alien. That demon. Just did it. Yeah, a demon. Right. Yeah. Uh, I want to believe that. I, I think would, it's way be more interesting than having you know the slaves in Egypt build right. The just build it with the blood of the innocent. Yeah. Which I'm ready for them to tear down those monuments that right. were built by slaves. Yep. Great um, Wall of China. Take those down. Get that out of here. That. All the pyramids. Most of the railroads in all, the U.S. Yeah. Take them all down. That just represents hate. I guess that's not really. I mean, you're. It's like indentured servitude, sort of. No, yeah. Those, those, the Chinese slaves that built all the. Yeah, they railroads. were slaves. I think they paid them at the mo- most tiniest amount, didn't they? So yeah, indentured so, service. So yeah, it's like at some yeah. point you become. It's like it's like the what they do in like Dubai now. Right. It's like let's just. Well, it's like people always forget too what they. Uh, What's the giant building in Dubai? The, the not the Mia Khalifa. That's the, the porn star, right? Burj, uh, Burj Khalifa. Burj Khalifa. Or Burj something like that. Yeah, we'll just call it the Mia Khalifa. The Mia Khalifa. Yeah. Um, and she sat on it. Yep. Yeah. All of it, and it was built by. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Low uh, wage workers. Yeah. 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 They keep well. That's as basically as slaves. They don't, don't let them leave. They take away their passports, yeah. and then they force them into labor for the smallest of wages. So then, yeah, that's then how you, you can go skiing in Dubai. If you're wondering how, hey, 20 years ago, none of that was there, and now it's this enormous civilization. Well, that's how you do it. Well, and then in 100 years from now, we'll just say, no, aliens built that. Yeah. They helped. Louis C.K. has a great bit about that, that the reason we're able to accomplish so much is because we're shit people. Uh-huh. Yeah, just exploit. Everything great in mm-hmm. human civilization was created through exploiting other humans like slavery 100 percent. yeah so the if software you can just... the, the 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 minerals that were made to make the batteries in here yep um on your phones yeah i mean this iphone alone well suffering yeah. that's what's so funny like but yeah jump you know moving around quickly but like the people that are like oh you know keyboard warriors like oh you know Let's save the kids and do all this stuff. It's like, why don't you put down your cell phone then? Yeah. That, I mean, that's there's kids in the best. Africa that are mining minerals. So Elon Musk and yep. Jeff Bates, like, it's just all exploitation. They can have a billion off. Yeah. Just see it's who has exploitation. More. So it's like, yeah. pick your battles. Well, that's like, uh, I believe it was Nike and a few other companies recently filed uh, because there was some sort of legislation that was going on to prevent the use of certain forms of labor overseas. Okay. And Nike and other manufacturers such as that. So I'm sure Adidas and others were on this. Yeah. But I know Nike stood out to me since I'm a shout out shout out to Nike. Shout out Nike. Keep, keep them coming. But that they filed to try to uh, suppress the legislation uh-huh. because yeah. obviously that's you know, if you there's a breakdown and it's here's just the easiest example off the top of my head. So like a Jordan 4, if you're going to go buy a Jordan 4, that's about $220 plus tax. Mm-hmm. Nike to produce a Jordan 4, if they were to even use an off-white Jordan 4, which yeah. has a little bit more material on it, uh, that's going to cost them right about $22 US with about $0.80 cents of that going to the worker. Yeah. So they're profiting around about $200. And they'll make and they sell out immediately. Yeah, and that's one of the things is people don't really understand this. Like every Friday or Saturday, Nike usually has a large scale release of a shoe. They make about a hundred million dollars a week off of just a singular shoe release. Mm-hmm. 
So you start talking about how much money you're really seeing and how much is yeah. actually going to these workers. You can understand why they're fighting the legislation is they like being billionaires. Yeah. So. And they have a product that people like. Right. And, want. right. and they're comfortable. Yeah. And my, the point of all this is Nike's run by aliens. Yeah. That's it. Aliens like money. Mm-hmm. The tall whites. The tall whites. Yeah. Not the small grays. No. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, honestly, going through a lot of these documents, there's, you know, there's several interesting ones, but you got to dig for them. Um, I'm going to look through my notes here. Uh, look at the tall whites. You know, yeah, they're going to come. I think they'll be in charge. And I think the small grays, I think they'll just eventually probably be horse jockeys or something. Probably. Oh, they'd be good at that. They're going to take the jobs of the jockeys. They're going to take the jockeys. And, and so then you're always going to bet on the gray mm-hmm. if they're in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, especially too, if uh, it's been always posited the grays don't have sex organs, obviously that makes you advanced on that, mm-hmm. right? All inclusive, right? Non-binary, if you accidentally get a bump fluid. from the horse, you're not losing your ability to make children. Mm-hmm. You're just fine. You're a gray. Yeah. And so, obviously, huge advantage. Um, one of the things I I actually forgot about this. Uh, I wrote it down though. So uh, there was a CIA document. I don't know what year it was from, and uh, it's. You'd have to go digging through the list to find it, uh, but it was actually pretty interesting. Uh, it was in the 50s, and they suggest using these phenomena mm-hmm. as psychological warfare. So it's a, a whole thing dedicated to possibly using and, and creating a program mm-hmm. uh, to use this as psychological wa- warfare, whether or not they even knew that they existed. So are they saying aliens are real, or they're these were created to... They are saying uh, they can't explain these phenomena, but maybe there it is an advantageous militarily mm-hmm. to use it as psychological warfare, particularly on Russians, okay. uh, was the supposition. And then the other part of that was they were concerned the Russians would do the same to them, which right. is all obviously Cold War tone. Where Still. That's, that's their yeah. number one yeah. worry. Now, nowadays, you have China in the mix more. Um, back then, obviously, not as much. Um. That was pretty interesting. They have a whole thing uh, that's a CIA document that's given out, uh, or at least it used to be given out, that is a form that's basically explaining how they study aliens. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't really – I've read the whole thing. It doesn't really give you any insight into – like that they've had firsthand experience. Well, yeah, and I just saw – I read yesterday there's some FM radio frequency was detected from like one of the moons of Venus. An FM, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's a frequency that's not accidental or naturally right. occurring or something. Right, like, it's something, know. it's the, they are deliberate. Whole, right. Yeah. Yeah. There's also been a radio signal detected from, uh, it's a neighboring solar system. It's within our galaxy mm-hmm. that they also detected, that they also found, uh, I want to say this was like a year or two ago, but it was, it was like one of the most promising signs of potential life outside of our solar system yeah it's uh, like well i mean they don't even have serious like xm radio they just still do an fm over there right grow up seriously get your shit together yeah. advance as a civilization yeah. but yeah there's been um the common thing of all this that you'll see no matter how many of these you, you read is usually that it's a glowing object it's typically orangish, reddish, yellow, that sort of the spectrum of light. Mm-hmm. They move silently. 
and they move in ways that is not of this earth. They move very quickly from point A to point B, and then they will vanish. Mm -hmm. And I think we should, it's important we touch on that because like Bob Lazar actually explains to you why when he's, uh, he's on Rogan. And then there's uh, Jeremy Corbell's film, which is area 51, Bob Lazar and flying saucers, Flying saucers, yeah. um, which is worth a watch. And plus, he looks cool. That he does. guy with his beard and his hair part. Just, he does. He looks like he looks uh, cool. He looks like every Joe Rogan listener. He looks like he would offer you a pale ale. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, for sure. Or an IPA. Yeah, probably goes to those axe throwing. Uh, yes, for sure. Places. He probably owns his own like hip barber shop. Yeah, and like artisanal beard oil, beard yes. balms. Oh yeah. Um, yep. I think that's yeah. He looks like hundred percent. Yeah. Any barber these days. Yes. And then he. He's a good filmmaker, though. Mm-hmm. And he got Mickey Rourke to do the voiceovers. I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, it's a good film, though. It's it's actually a, one of the better put-together documentaries. Um, he adds a little... Mickey Rourke, though, he's he's very strange-looking now. He's a weird dude. His skin's very tight. Yeah. He's almost like, uh, like Edgar from Men in Black. Um, <laughs> he's, he's on his way. Yeah. Which I think might be the alien thing. Maybe that's it's just maybe, an alien in the suit. Maybe that's why he contacted Mickey Rourke. Because he knows it's a body suit. He knows suit. he's an alien. Gives him sugar water. He does. Yeah. Sugar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Edgar. <laughs> God. But yeah. That's what that is. Great movie. Mm-hmm. We should put Edgar. That should be one of the things we have drops from. Edgar? Is Edgar or like sugar Men in water. Black. Yeah. We, there, there's plenty of good drops from that movie we should add mm-hmm. to our soundboard. Soundboard coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. When we find a producer and we get uh, a little more money, yeah. Look We've at us had some great help with with some producing as of late from our our uh, good buddy Shout Sammy Mitchell Sammy Mitchell in Nashville helping us out. He's big time, um, helping us little guys out. Yes. when he's not you know doing giant music, producing music stars, right? Luke Combs when he's not uh, producing gold tracks. And- yeah. He's like, albums. hey, just send over your pile of garbage, and I'll right. polish it up for you. Right. Anyway, to make a diamond out of that out piece Sammy. of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. So yeah, we love you, Sammy. Yeah. That uh, is a lifesaver, yeah. and we will continue to rely on you. Yeah. You're not so, done yet. You're not done. Yeah. Um, we'll send you some stickers. <laughs> send him a sticker and like a two dollar bill, something yeah. that's like novelty, yeah, something a little different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, what, what was the gold coins that came to Sacagawea? The Sacagawea coins. Or I heard some people pronounce it Sacago I'm like, get out of here. What is that? Sacagawea. Pomegranate. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? So. But those coins were cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're worth a dollar still. It's a good ball marker if yeah. you play golf. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they, uh, but it's worth discussing Bob Lazar because this guy has, since the, uh, Late 80s when he worked at Area S4, mm-hmm. and he'll explain all this if you want to go listen to him on the podcast for Joe Rogan. It's like the more secretive Area 51. Right. Like 15, 20 miles or something. Yeah. It's uh, side of a hip mountain. Right. Yeah. yeah. He described it as that, that they're all technically a part of the same compound, but that uh, I think Area 51 is sort of the you know, cult known location. Yeah, that's where the, that, that's Janet not... Airlines right. flies in. Just yeah. another non-existent terminal i think that's where right. they fly janet that's the acronym yeah um but that that mm-hmm. that's not necessarily where all the cool stuff's going down yeah um but area s4 is where he w- worked that's um, probably like the student union of, right right of it's just alien compound this just has the cafeteria yeah yeah there's a pool table there's a, there's a chick-fil-a yeah 
Um, but they, they always, uh, that's where he worked on, uh, and saw flying saucers. Um, he even saw them perform, which is one of the things that's also incredibly consistent that if you go back and look at these, these accounts from the CIA from the fifties, and they're talking about these or these glowing things and that they're silent. That's exactly what Bob Lazar uh -huh. is describing whenever he said that because he was working on the propulsion system. Mm -hmm it was he was allowed to watch it perform yeah. and they knew how to turn it on and so it was he got to watch it hover up and as it did it had a small uh he called it a corona yeah uh that comes out from underneath a little blue right and it's uh but he said very quiet that it was like a hissing mm -hmm. and that once it got five to ten feet off the ground that went away and it was totally silent mm -hmm. Uh, which is consistent with the reports seen in these CIA documents. They they do say that sometimes there are flames seen from coming underneath, but they're usually blue in the recounting, mm -hmm. which is exactly consistent, and that it wasn't very loud. There was no boom. There was no burning like you would think of like for our jets. No combustion. No combustion. Yeah. Yep. Just anti-gravity. Right, which is the thing. Essentially what he equated that, it to. Yeah, that was what he was brought in <clears throat> to talk about was uh, he worked on that uh, – like hemisphere like yeah. thing and he's right like, yeah you couldn't even touch it right it was like a reactor sort of last guy that tried to cut it open died right it was like, the guy right before hey, him. we're gonna need you yeah to do this that they i guess they had tried to come in there yeah some he got the feeling something bad had happened. yeah and yeah. that was uh that was one of the biggest things uh was this drive and that uh that struck me was that it was wireless nothing's mm -hmm. connected yeah and so that's how you know you're operating on a totally different level is they're trying to figure out now you have to be dealing with fields. Yeah. You know, you're talking about gravitational There's no fields. hard wiring of anything. Right, right. And so how in the world does this all work together? And, and uh, that's just one of the most fascinating parts to me. And he even talked about that when he first got there, uh, they engaged the reactor mm -hmm. and that if you try to touch it, you can't touch it. It's literally like a force of if you brought two magnets together. Yeah, once it's going, it's going. Yeah, like in the magnets, obviously everyone, I think they do it in kindergarten is when you first, but mm -hmm. you take two magnets, push them together. If they're repel repelling, yeah. there's no way to get them to touch. Everybody kind of knows what that sensation yeah. is. And so that was what it was. And then it's also self-governing that the second it wasn't connected to anything for, so that it would off. need output, that yeah. it's, yeah, it turns itself off. So um, obviously a lot of the stuff that's happened with Bob Lazar has come to light to be true. Mo yeah, most of it. I mean, shit, he even had the – remember like the hand scanning thing? Yeah. And that's a real thing now. He yeah. explained it exactly, drew a picture of it, and it's mm -hmm. exactly the one. He's dead right, came yeah. out later. There's a great scene in the film. Uh -huh. If you watch the Area 51, everyone should go watch it. I really do recommend it. That's uh, a great scene. It was the first time he ever saw it. And Jeremy Corbell had gotten his hands on the images. Yeah. And uh, so he gets to see it for the first time. And it, obviously, like, yeah, there's indication it. you have to feel. Yeah. If you've been telling this and yeah. people have been calling you a liar. Mm -hmm. um, like, that's exactly what I was talking about. Right. Yeah. That's the one. Well, and I think it was, didn't, it, it was, uh, I guess there's an Area 52. And that's where they built the uh, SR-71, the, the super flight, yeah. whatever, super mm -hmm. fast, goes like Mach 3 and all that. And I guess it was they used that same technology mm -hmm. that there was a scanner that was shown light through your hand and measured the density. Yeah, it was like the your bones yeah. and that it was supposed to be very unique. It's biometrics that's since been debunked that they know does it's not actually a very good way of doing it. Yeah. 
Uh, but obviously there was a very specific period of time where they would have thought that would have worked. Uh-huh. So it's obviously very telling that this is absolutely only could have been there at that time. He's telling the truth. Right. He's just like, so why not believe me on the rest of the stuff? Right. Well, and you know, it's also, I think the more, one of the more telling things is element 115 mm-hmm. that he was describing it before it was ever a part of our periodic table. Yeah. That it was years later, we would finally be able to, once we had colliders. Make our version of it. Right. Which yeah. is an unstable isotope that exists yeah. for, uh, you know, a few milliseconds. But they finally admitted, oh, wait, this this can be synthesized. So it is something that's real. And, and like, we again, added it to our chart. I told you. Yeah. That's right. That's what was there. Right. And they're saying, you know, once again, it's within, totally within our realm of physics Mm-hmm. That element 115 exists, and not only that, but that it could, in a stable isotope, be able to power something, power something like this, and create a gravitational field. Yeah, which is key to how these things move. Um, a gravitational pull without being a giant mass. Exactly. Yeah. Traditionally, if you want a gravity field, you need to have something lots of mass, giant. like a planet. Yeah. But. In this case, you can create your own field, which means you're independent of the fields if you're like on planet Earth. Mm -hmm. You now operate based upon your own gravitational field. So you're not being pulled down. And then on top of that, all the other forces like the wind and things like we would see with David Fravor or with the gimbal or these other videos are unaffecting. That that doesn't affect the ship anymore. Well, yeah, it goes around it. I mean, there's a a, a force field really yeah literally yeah Yeah. and it's it's in its own isolated world essentially and uh that's another explanation for why a lot of people don't see these things properly or if they do they look strange well Uh, yeah what do you say like because of the way it bends light mm -hmm. if you're standing directly under it you can't see it right because it bends light around it so it's yeah you know and that's not even a a huge leap for us we already have uh, meta materials that we we experiment with to try to bend light around to use for camouflage. Yeah, the but, military has it. I've seen it. Yeah. Like they, well, not, I haven't seen it because it's invisible. But Right. Uh, no, yeah, I watched on like super weapons yeah. like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like so now imagine. Right. You know, I'm sure it's, you know, right. pretty spot on. They were even using it for like – I watched them do like a big drug bust at a house. It's like just go in and smash and, you know, right. flashbang them and – yeah, you know, use your force and all the stuff. You don't have to be all, yeah, all spy. You don't have to bring cool. alien equipment, into this. right? <laughs> just bust in there. That's door. where we're at now. We have it, so we want to use it. We just so use we just it to bust, you know, any reason, dude, selling crack, right? It's like, let's try to get to another planet. This guy's got that? fake credit cards. Yeah, bring in the bring, bring in Bob Lazar. Let's figure this out. Let's we got to get, get in there. We need new propulsion. Yeah, yeah, that's what. And so that's you know, that's another reason. Uh, for David Fravor to when he described it as being a ping pong ball ricocheting around inside of a, a cup full of water, mm-hmm. that explains the visible distortion is because of that gravitational mm-hmm. field. And so, uh, obviously, once you have something like that technology, like that, you can move it well. The limit. Yeah, literally, you can go anywhere in the universe very quickly. And uh, the part about this that I've never understood why people argue about it so much is. I don't understand why it's so hard to believe that on a different planet, another material is present. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's luck of the draw that you're getting, you know, most of the way these planets form and everything forms in our universe is you Mm -hmm. have a massive star go supernova and explodes. 
that's when all these materials get projected out and then you start getting the formation of planets and whatever nebula other things and then jesus is made that's when jesus came from the supernova and uh then noah Mm -hmm. but that's what they you know that's where gold gets made all the star materials yeah that's one of the things that i feel like a lot of people don't know is that you have to have a supernova in order to make gold it's the only temperature yeah it's the only temperature hot enough to be able to synthesize gold okay so that's where it comes from i did not know that yeah so that's one of the reasons it's so precious. Okay. Can't make alchemy's not real. Ridiculous. No matter how many people claim it. One day. One day. One day we'll do it. But that's what uh so Bob Lazar obviously has had his life turned upside down mm-hmm. since he came forward with all this. Never has never taken a dime, which I think is t- <coughs> very telling. Yeah. Well, and you can just look at him and tell you he's not uh, he just seems very believable. Yeah. He's He doesn't skip a beat. Right. Um, he doesn't seek the attention. Like it took pro- forever uh, yeah. to get him on Rogan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you would think someone who's doing this for attention would immediately jump. But it just seemed like he was almost like put off trying. He's like, Oh God, I got to talk about this. Again. Right. Imagine yeah. how many times he's told that story. Yeah. More than Bert's told the machine. Uh, yeah. That, and that's a lot. And that's a lot. Yeah. A lot more than I care for. Yeah. But yeah. So then there's David Fravor. Who he's uh, I think his story, although it's kind of benign, I mean, it, it's not like aliens attacked him or anything. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fascinating that it was in 2004. Okay. And he. Uh, yeah. Remind me about that one. Okay. So he was out. He was out. Uh, they were doing training exercises where they were going to sort of uh, skirmish these two on two. their two jets versus the Marines. And it was and basically like Nevada or somewhere. Uh, it's off the coast of San Diego. Okay. And so they uh, are supposed to intercept the marine jets coming in in order to prevent them from getting to the aircraft okay. carrier. So a little training exercise. And uh, what they didn't know is uh, they have a Nimitz. Uh, the Nimitz was there, and they have an advanced, I think it's called an S-1 radar. Mm-hmm. And then these blips would pop up all the time. And uh, they basically said, what is that? And he said, I don't know. They pop up there every day, same time, whatever. And one day they're out and they getting ready to do this training exercise and they get the call and basically says, what's your loadout? Uh-huh. And he laughs and he's like, yeah, I got this fake missile on. So, you know, they don't take live right. rounds, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't have a loadout. So, and they're like, okay, well, uh, we want you to go take a look at something. Yeah. They fly out to it. And that's when he finds the Tic Tac. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so basically what it was was um, I guess they were flying. I can't remember how high they were, 20,000 feet Oh, uh, yeah, something. I remember this one, yeah. And yeah. that's what uh, – they saw something down by the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, sort of like if you if you see a rock in the water and you see waves breaking over it. Sure. And so they're seeing on a clear day, right, at smooth seas, mm-hmm. they're seeing this water break over something. And so obviously you know something's up and they're wondering if – is this a ship? Is it a crash? Mm-hmm. What is it? Let's go look. Um, and I think one of the things they suggested was they thought it was a helicopter at first because they saw something like hovering a over helicopter it. or something. Yeah. Well, they thought it was. They saw something hovering above uh-huh. this thing that looked like a cross in the water, and they thought, okay, well, maybe it's a helicopter. But then they thought, well, it's too far away from the ships. Helicopters can't get out mm-hmm. there. And uh, so as they started to look at it more, they saw the way that it was moving. It was flitting back and forth yeah. over this cross and. 
they thought, okay, well, that's not a helicopter. And there was no rotor wash, you know, from the, yeah. obviously you would see on the water, movement, the air from the helicopter pushing mm-hmm. and breaking the waves around. And so there was none of that. And that's, uh, he had his wingman there with him who stayed up. Uh, she stayed up at uh, 20,000 feet or whatever, and he started to go down and engage. And as he began coming down, the craft started coming up towards him, and they start circling each other. And he says, I see what, how this is going. Let's go. I'm going to cut them off because mm-hmm. I know where they're, they're headed. So I'm going to just try to get on them. Intercept them, yeah. Exactly. And so uh, as he does, uh, the ship comes at him and it gets within about a half a mile, which keeping in mind, you know, people hear half a mile and they think that's a huge distance. But when you're in a jet going hundreds of miles an hour, it's, yeah. it's nothing. Yeah, it's you know, you're going to get there in yeah. no time. Um, and so that's one of those things that I, I feel like gets lost in translation when he, you know, a lot of debunkers try Distance to, is relative. Right. The, yeah. yeah. When your speed is so high. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, uh, it vanishes as he's about to meet up. He gets about a half a mile from it and it vanishes. Incredible. And so when it reappears, it appears on radar because obviously they're not tracking it. They, he tried, they tried to lock onto it and it was jamming their systems. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is technically an act of war, he mentions. Um, but yeah, when so it, that's an act like if you're just like no, don't don't watch me. Then yeah, okay. Technically, not, yeah, can't do it. Can't shut the blinds on the U.S. Mm-hmm. Air Force. And so they uh, it uh, it vanishes and reappears at their what they call a cap point, which is the place they're supposed to go and rendezvous the next. But mm-hmm. they don't know that location. It's fed to them. Okay. So that's one of the things that's bizarre is this place, this thing knew, already. knew yeah. exactly where they were going to be. And um, later on with a video that you actually see is another squad that Fravor landed and they all uh, went back up and they went and captured it. And uh, I'm sure I could probably like play the video. Mm-hmm. It'll take too long to find it right yeah. now, probably. But I can like put it up okay. while we're talking, yeah. so people can see what we're talking yeah. about. But you know, I know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can see it, and it, it's literally, you know, a circle with something inside of it, uh-huh. and it's just floating there. And I just wish one of them would like launch something and like blast open a thing. <laughs> so like so then it's like, and then what? What are right. you going to do about it? Yeah. Some I'm green tack. Yeah. yeah. Mars attacks. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. What a great movie. Yeah. That's, yeah. I hope, that, I almost hope that's reality. Right. Mars attacks. I want them to come cut off that lady's head, put it right. on her dog. Yep. Um, you know. Not, not as much District 9. Yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. I didn't I like that, that one as those much. Aliens would have a little more. Yeah. Pole, I didn't like the uh, citizens in South Africa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Annie Donnell has a great bit on that. Yeah. But the South Africa is so in love with District Nine. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Battlefield Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. That was that had like tentacly things. Yeah. Or what, that was. I had a hard time believing in floating squid creatures. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I just, I just want to see one. You know, right. please. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, just to see Produce. if like, they even look like anything. Because right. what are you basing it off of? Just drawing, you know. I hope they have body suits like an Independence Day. Yeah. And then Will Smith can punch one. Yeah. Light a cigar. Right. Yeah. Welcome just, to Earth. Welcome to Earth. That's That should be a great drop, too. There you go. Welcome to Earth. 
yeah, they, uh, yeah, all of that is very accurate, obviously, based in the annals of history. And now what? The government, like as of today, what do they have, like two months left to tell us something or whatever? Yeah. But that's it's, all, again, it's like they're just going to feed you some BS and right. Nope, this is this is all the info. you got to love the COVID relief bill, bill and yeah. with the 180 days to tell us all you know. Tell us everything. And you're like, okay. Yeah. We've kept it secret, but since you made a bill. Here's $1,400. Right. And here's everything we know about aliens right right it's like wow that that's it they covered everything yeah it's the best bill i always i've also been of the opinion um it makes sense to me that like presidents like bill clinton who've gone on tv and said i've inquired i can't find anything i i don't think they would tell the presidents of course not they're they're just regular people you know at some point it's like you're not ready well and there's a new one every four years yeah you've kept the secret for decades yeah why would you be you wouldn't give out information to presidents they're just temporary yeah and he can't even keep a secret obviously he right can't keep very good secrets well and bush almost killed himself with a pretzel yeah and then they're just you can't tell them these are just yeah yeah don't yeah. tell these guys the important stuff no they're just figureheads mm-hmm. but yeah they um fravor's whole thing and then there's been multiple the gimbal uh, and then there's the one that's the something it's fast, something fast. I can't remember, but it's the video that, uh, we saw recently that's, uh, you see them skimming. Yeah. It looks the like, water. A, like a drug, like a drug boat trying to, yeah. uh, drop the kilos off. Yes. Yeah. You were like, it looked like a, like a sea dew. Yeah. It looks like literally like two guys mm-hmm. like, well, a second one appears later, but yeah, it just looks like really intense jet skiing. And then it, just disappears because it like dives underwater right 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 which you can do obviously if you have a gravitational field around you you're still not subject to that so you're going to be able to move freely in the water without being slowed down yeah just blasting over fish right (laughs) yeah i would love to see what would happen if that ship just hit like a whale white just barreled through a sperm whale just right through like the The blowhole yeah poor thing yeah well Well, I, I, I've been staring at this, this whole episode. Uh, uh, Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. Tell us the backstory on this. What, what? Yeah, well, we need it. We were thinking, we like to try to theme some, yeah. we always have our, our, you know, our fizzies, our high noons. Our Which my wife, by the way, she said, she's like, those little cans kind of look, you guys look kind of wimpy when you drink them. I'm like, remember, it's also... Uh, eleven thirty. Right. When we start filming. We don't want to be hardcore alcoholics. Yeah. So until mid show, just light core. Yeah. 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 So this one, this is Crystal Skull, and we were, yeah, you know, we were trying to decide. I remember I texted you and I said, you know, what in the world? All the alien drinks are like sugary. Yeah. We don't want to have a hangover at noon because we consumed four hundred grams of sugar. Yeah. And lots of Midori. Vitamin C. Yeah. You know, from the busy stuff. Yeah. But this is Crystal Skull Vodka mm-hmm. from Dan Aykroyd, yeah. who is a huge conspiracy theorist. Yes. And he's gone on Rogan's Talk. just a Ghostbuster. Yeah. That's all real. And he wrote Ghostbusters. And he was a conehead. And he was a conehead. So he knows about aliens. He gets it. But this is supposedly, this is filtered through diamonds. Mm. Mm. And so. That's what makes it good. Yeah. Shall we have a little? Yeah, try it. Let's have a little. Pour it in, pour it in, your, in your cup. Your cup's right there. It's clean. How many I do for you? 
You ever, uh, when you first like open a, a bottle and you don't know whether it's a screw or a pop. And then you lick the cap like it's a yogurt. And you just keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always lick the cap. <laughs> Regardless of situation. If it's yours fired. or not. That's, that's what I did as Working a bartender. Working in the so. restaurant industry, do a wine presentation, pop the cork, lick the, <laughs> lick the cork, mm. here you go. Make sure the guests this see This one's do for it. the house. Yeah. Sampling. Yeah, and this smelled super smooth yeah when i smelled it i well, not as much of a varnish still you know it's it's ooh. it's still vodka yeah but it's um so this is dan Aykroyd's, huh yeah it's dan Aykroyd's vodka and obviously with so much uh going on in uh that's super smooth is it yeah yeah there's no uh bite at all whoa yeah zero bite that's impressive. Wow. Yeah. I could see how – used to, I always never understood how people drank vodka. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, make a martini with that. I mean, you're you're not tasting There's anything. literally no aftertaste. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the best vodka I've ever had. That's frightening. And I don't – but I'm not much of a vodka drinker. Me either. But that's the best vodka I've ever had. It's crazy when, like, the sign of good vodka means you can't taste it. There's no flavor. Yeah. They're like, did you drink water? Yeah, I might have. Yeah, it's hard to say. That's good. It's really good. I'm just gonna stick with just that little pour though until uh, after lunch. Yeah, I was gonna say we neither one of us have had much. Food. I had no. a small plate of nachos. Yeah, that my mother delivered. Yeah, shout out to maybe at Johnny's after. Uh, yeah, maybe we should go do some that. Johnny's. Yeah. We could get a Johnny's sponsorship. Yeah, that's what we need. Mm -hmm. Johnny's onion rings. Just have bottles of Theta sauce around here and that. Ooh. Super thick cut cheese they put on it. Right. It's like shredded. <laughs> they put all like weird. a pile up yeah. on there. Yeah. But yeah, as far as UFOs go, honestly, for me, the more credible, especially David Fravor, um, just, you know, he's a top military guy. Well, these are people, these aren't like your kooks. Right. Like, they, these they are don't legit have a... people that have everything to lose. Right. Um, they're yeah, it, not really gaining anything. No. And they don't. They don't seem the type at all to seek notoriety. And they're, if they're seeking notoriety, they're going about it the wrong way. Yeah. This isn't how you do that. Yeah. And so that's – I think that's encouraging as well. But I, mean, yeah. I would have just tons of merch. Like, <laughs> oh, I'd exploit it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's what uh, – more like Jeremy does. Uh -huh. Yes. That would be more our, yeah. our lane uh -huh. minus the cool – you have the cool beard. I don't have the cool beard. I mean, I'll grow it longer. Yeah. Wow. Maybe the aliens can help me with my beard. Yeah. That'd be cool. Like a Rogaine, but Rogaine. just for beards. Why doesn't Rogan have a Rogaine? Yeah. It's so close. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But that's uh, – hey, also we should hit on – China Cat has batteries. Again. Yeah, look. It's been nonstop working. This is pretty cool. Nonstop working. And then our techno lights in the back here and here. And then this eventually might have a little LED strip around it too. It's to going to. Some it's going to get some backlighting. Pizzazz. We're going to do it up. Yeah. All of it. But yeah, they, uh, as far as the aliens go, I think I'm a pretty firm believer, just statistically. Sure, 100%. I don't see how, when you think of there are thousands, let's see, what is it? Is it tens of thousands of solar systems within our galaxy, billions of galaxies, possibly trillions, and the universe is still expanding. So you're trying to say in those odds, we're the only life 
that seems pretty self-centered. But hey, that's I mean, that's the basis of humans. That's true. That's self-centered people. Yep. I just hope the aliens don't exploit us to make some uh shoes or something yes. for them or gloves. That's true. Man, wouldn't that just be a It'd be awful huge bummer. The way we do. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say soup. <clears throat> I mean, I hope not. Yeah. Some sort of like a stew. Mm -hmm. Okay. We They'd could probably go stew. for me with the silverware tattooed on. Like he, and he has a pig tattoo on his he's leg. A, he's, like, he's got he must have some, some yeah, yeah, nice uh, flavor profile. There's lots of uh, racial jokes in there. Yeah. That you could do uh -huh. about flavors. Daniel yeah. Tosh has done those. Yeah. But yeah, as far as uh, if anyone's going to go look at the CIA stuff, I, I do have to say that a lot of it seems like uh, filler. Filler. It's a lot yeah. of fluff. A lot of fluff. Like they are either intentionally just they don't have anything which i find unlikely but that they're just dumping things to sort of dissuade you from looking deeper yeah, here's ten thousand pages yeah good luck yeah because a lot of it is stuff that is uh and like you said it'll be something that's totally off subject it has nothing yeah. to do talks like about the mafia or yeah. like i think i even read somewhere it's just i think it was a more recent one it just talked about uh just Carlos Mencia, you know, self-pity party was like 900 pages of it. Jesus, yeah. And uh, God, what is wrong <laughs> with that guy? God, what a goon. I, I wanted to like him. This is way off subject, but like no, I wanted to like him. About. Like I'm like, here we go. Here's a chance. He's going right. to redeem himself. Yep. He's ready you know, to and totally start redeem himself. And then he's like, no, I don't even apologize. He just equated right. what, what happened to him was raping women. I'm like, no, oh you just God. stole jokes. That, and it's been filmed. And that's why you're... His, Everyone hates you. His thing going, well, who do I apologize to? And you're like, well, your fans would be a good start. Well, and then there's seven comedians that you stole that's been right. filmed. You start there. Right. It's um, like – He's like, well, I want to do it face-to-face. -face. Well, Bill Cosby's in prison. Right. So you can't do that. Right. Ari. Mooney's sure, dead, yeah. isn't he? So it's like so, you can find these people. Yeah. Well, the other part of it is uh, it, every time he would admit having done wrong, he would then backtrack from that point. It was like, sorry for what I did, but I didn't do it. Right. But it's like I said, I would – like, yeah, he, yeah. he would always give it a conditional. So it's like uh, if I did it, I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. And you're like – So did you do it? So did you uh, – are you a great comedian? Because if you're a great comedian, it feels like you well, definitely I just kept saying, have to have aware. Had, when he was on Tiger Belly, uh, that's what we're uh, referencing here. Mm -hmm. He was just like – no, and Bobby, you saw me write 20 minutes of, of new material. Okay, so even if you did that one time, you still – your main jokes are on this. Right. And then you want us to feel sorry because you lost your job. Right. Well, that yeah, that was – he was talking about what did I take – if I did take their jokes, they what did I take from, from them? Me. But they took millions from well, me. You're and taking you're like, millions from them? Potential – Yeah, they're never going to be discovered yeah. because you took their best jokes. Yeah. So what is – this guy is – and I still stand by this. I posted it and people liked it. It's like watching a serial killer uh -huh. try to get you to feel sorry for him because it was just he had to work so hard to kill those people, man. Yeah, you know it just this, this, was so yeah. hard. This is just I have to pee because I'm so frustrated. Okay, let's do it. All right, we're back. Yeah, I had to do an emergency bathroom break. Right, uh, number one, evacuate uh, the bowels. Carlos Mencia thing got me frustrated. Reasonably, because like I said, I just you know I'm not a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Um, but I understand it, the craft, right? And how have a lot of respect for it. Yeah. yeah. And then to just have somebody who has a bigger platform come take your jokes. And then, you know, once 
what Rogan called mm-hmm. him out in front of everyone, and then now he's just all right. upset about getting caught. Right. And then just still, what is it, 14 years later, 15 years later? Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, still hasn't owned up to it. And Bobby Lee tried to give him a chance to do that. Yeah. Just but, a basic level of humility, I think, yeah. about the whole thing. If you if you can just at least admit you've done wrong and then stand by it, where, where you're saying yeah. – I mean, you know, I didn't mean harm necessarily. You say you did it, and then you're like, "Sorry, I won't do it again." Right. Even I mean, if he had, even if he had ju- tried to justify it in a way that seemed reasonable, yeah. like in other words, like if he had said, uh, "You know, I'm a super competitive person. I want to make sure nobody's going to take my spot." Yeah, it's like you know, and that's why, like, uh, like Dane Cook recently right. has started to come back around because I used to worship that dude. Like, yeah. I thought he was the funniest person I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, dying, crying, laughing, mm-hmm. and then. When it comes out that, oh, maybe all those drugs weren't his, right? it really bummed me out. And yeah. then he just disappeared for a while. But I'd say in the last, what, like year and a half maybe? Yeah. He's going back on the podcast circuit with all mm-hmm. those people. And he's like, yeah, I uh, was a jerk. Yeah. I bumped people all the yeah. time because I was a big celebrity. Yeah. I was in movies. And then, you know, his brother stole all those millions of dollars God, from him. And then he's still such in a prison. horrible story. Uh, but – and now Dane's coming back around to me. Yeah. Anyway, he he, he looks strange. Yeah. Uh, he really changed. Yeah. You know, some people don't age. He really didn't age right. He just tightened up a lot, which yeah. is that Mickey Rourke, Edgar. There's some chemical in there. Yeah. Something's adrenochrome. It's a lot of filler. Yeah. In there somewhere. Something. Because it is not right. But yeah, he's one that he, he's a performer. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's very animated. Yeah, he's he can command a room. Well, he's a, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. He's a performer. He did yeah. great in the movies. Yeah, that one was kind of silly. What was it? Where was like that works with the uh, Sam's or Costco? Was that employee good of the month? Employee of the month. Then yeah. there was Good Luck Chuck. Uh-huh. Whereas like every girl that yeah. sleeps with him then gets married right after. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was like Jessica Alba or something yeah. was in that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that was one of the ones you can see how it would happen to him. The you know, like an egomaniacal kind of thing. Well, and yeah, because he did it, right? And then it was like he was so brilliant where, you know, the work he did mm-hmm. on MySpace, like that's how he blew up. Yeah. yeah he was his own social media. Yeah. He, he would respond to everybody. Goes to colleges. I mean, you were – literally he was the comedian. Yeah. Um, well, on that scale. And a lot of people – I think one of the big differences too is a lot of people when they look at Dane and they look at Carlos – one of the differences you'll hear the comics talk about is that they have a lot of respect for Dane's ability to work a room. Yeah. And for his, uh, that he did have his own jokes, but mm-hmm. that he got misguided and that he, he got into some right. His, his style and, was something that he and created, you know, right. it was his own. Yeah. It was his Dane own voice and everything. Joke and movement. Right. Whereas Carlos, I was blown away with it when he was being interviewed, when they were, he was saying when he first started, he would go up. And whenever he would go up, and this is his like early twenties or something, yeah. he would be Paul Mooney, or he yeah. would be John mm-hmm. Caparulo, or whoever yeah. it was. Um, and he would go up there and do it. And he was saying, "But you know, that was when I was a hacky and all these things." But you're like, "So you did do that? So you did? That's, that's I don't style. know if you know this, but if you go up there and you just impersonate somebody, yeah, and do their jokes, yeah. that's joke theft. Yeah, you're doing it. Well, just be prepared to be called out on it. I'm right, surprised right. that." They're not out to get you. Because yeah. It's like, no, you got caught stealing. Right. And you never apologize for if it. If Frank Caliendo's whole act was him just going up and being other comics. Yeah. Then that's a big problem. Yeah. 
It's not. Right. It's him being people and yeah. being terrific uh-huh. at it. And yeah. that's why he's a great impressionist. But it's not. Yeah, when he, I remember when on that on that specific clip when they're just like, you stole the joke from Ari about. Right. And then he's like, I'm Mexican. Why would a white guy do a joke? We're like, well. His most of his jokes are about race. Yeah, like it's it's kind of his thing. His was the amazing racist was his YouTube channel that went you know. right. That's why he's he's literally there to inflame. Yeah, that's one of his yeah. go tos. That's why he and tweeted he like, the well, Kobe he thing. Used to only he was only calling me out after I didn't give him work or something like that. It's like man, yeah, I didn't feature him because yeah. Ari beat up Bobby. Yeah, and whatever. It's just the whole thing. It was sad. So it was bad. Very, it just made me. Well, it's like listening to a confirm seven-year-old. why I don't like him. Yeah, I mean that's the. I think everyone can remember back to middle school when they would try to get out of something, but not only were they trying to prove they were right, they're trying to win the argument at the and same it time. Just keeps on. Yeah, it's like going, well, who do I apologize to? And you're yeah. like, just say you're wrong. Yeah. It's not even about who you're apologizing to. It's about admitting you were wrong. Mm-hmm. And so that in itself is a maturity level that's just not. No. present and, and so, i then i googled and he's still worth like 40 million dollars so like, what's man. he complaining about yeah exactly he's like every day i'm reminded of this right yeah because the internet never forgets right <laughs> and you made a choice yeah and yeah. well multiple choices and they were all bad <sighs> so well yeah but started with aliens ended with carlos carlos Dane Cook. G.D. Mencia. Dane Cook is an, possibly an alien because he looks strange yeah. now. He's not aging like normal humans. No. Benjamin Buttoning. Yeah. And so that's probably – maybe it was his interaction with Jessica Alba. Maybe she's the alien mm-hmm. and her radiation. Yeah. There you go. But so, yeah, I think we're both of the opinion aliens are obviously real. I don't even think that's a point aliens of contention. Aliens are real. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Mencia still sucks. Mencia sucks. Dan Cook's coming back. coming back. He recognized his error, and that's yeah. great. I, yeah. If he's willing to recognize ways. it, I'll forgive him. Yeah. I, I, I got no problems. So good. Yeah, and he's, you know, yeah. super bleeder. All these uh-huh. great things. Yeah. The, the biggest thing, and this is the last thing I I, I just forgot to say, uh-huh. Dan Cook found a way to make comedy really popular with, like, like teenage girls. And like yeah. young girls. Yeah. He's a good looking dude, spiky hair. Yeah, but it was just such a weird scene. phenomenon. Yeah. Was what other comic has managed to capture the minds of youth, especially None. in that age group, yeah. and female. Yeah. No one was really uh, gaga over Carla. No. And, uh, no. You know. Well, I mean, even like Amy Schumer didn't do that. No. Well, she just, yeah. And she's a joke thief too. Yeah. Well, she just like, she just looks like if you try to shove. 10 pounds of like stuff in a five pound sack. Like, right. It's just not gonna, yep. there's a lot of displacement. Yeah. And she went down the road that some comics go where they try to turn the material all political. Yeah. And put a lot of political in yeah. it. And it, that rarely goes well. She just Dixie chicks herself. Yeah. You, you end up, <laughs> yeah. You pigeonhole yourself yeah. into a group, which is just the, yeah. whatever side you pick. Uh-huh. And that's who's going to come to your shows. And yeah. they're going to laugh whether your stuff's good or not because yeah. they just want to laugh at the other side. So that's not a very good way no. to maintain being a, a sharp yeah. comic. Um, and take it from us. Take it. We're we the are. best comics, <laughs> yeah. okay, guys? No, we're we're, we're – We just appreciate the crap. We love comedy. We love I watching love comedians. We both kind of wish we were. Yeah. And, you know, someday maybe we'll do open mics. Who yeah, knows? who knows? But – for now, we're just going to judge from afar because yep. that's easier. Yeah, and then upload it on our own platform. And put it up on ours, and then anybody who says otherwise is a hater or a bot from Russia. Yep. So, okay. yeah. That's so, all I got. 
next week, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to come up with something good. Though. Something good. Yeah. That's something a little the, lighter. We'll do something a little lighter. Yeah. But we just wanted to make sure we got some some info out on these aliens, man. Yeah. Yep. So check it out. Blackvault.com. Theblackvault.com. Go look at the CIA documents if you want to. Wade through it. Maybe you'll find something. If you do, hey, let us know. Yeah. And then DM us, like and share. Like and share. All of it. Social media, please. Know It's Fine podcast on YouTube. Know It's Fine podcast on uh, Instagram. And we're going to start seeing our street team. Uh, once we get some merch, we're going to start uh, – yeah, we'll have a street team out there, literally. Yep, yep. we team. sponsor the homeless. It's a charity we yep. do. So, yeah. So, check us next week. Know It's Fine. Matt and Henry, we'll see you Peace. guys there. Bye.